Welcome to Games on Earth, episode 265 for Friday, February 19th, 2021. I'm your host, Derek Thompson. With me, as always, we have Jesse Brown. Here. Here, I am. And Bradley Bichino. Here, I am as well. We're all here, but we're also 200, no, 420 days into our lives in a new land, a new continent, a new world. The 10th world. We're talking Valheim. The the talk of the town, I'd say. One of the most successful, the titular Valheim. As this episode (laughs) title may suggest, if you are paying attention, it's... We're talking about Valheim today, and not only has this game suddenly exploded, it's also uh, one of the t- fastest selling games on Steam, uh, already topping the charts, um, like a week after coming out of early access, or no, entering early access, sorry, whoops, this is a game that just entered early, early access by Iron Gate Studios, a small five-person Swedish development team. Really? Who- Put this game it's together. It's just five people? It's just five people, man. Oh, that's oh. crazy. Oh, Primavera. I know. It's pasta Primavera, to say the yeah. least. To say the least. This game is like if you took Rune... I, I've heard that this is the comparison I keep hearing. RuneScape plus Minecraft. And I feel like... Yeah, that seems I could fair. see I it. never played RuneScape but, but graphically, it almost kind of <laughs> has that vibe. Oh, it, yeah, it has oh, like say, a very similar color palette. You know, just like warm fantasy woodsy. I get yeah. it. Bright greens, mm-hmm. browns, metals, and sunshine. They, so what they did in this game is they have a very low poly text and, and low low resolution textures, um, and I guess not low poly character models because some of them, like a helmet or something, can be pretty seems pretty high poly, but just not textured uh, intensely. Everything's very low texture, but the lighting they turn up to like eleven. So you'll have like this very poorly textured space, but when you throw some great lighting on it, you it it just looks really nice. I think this game looks great. By the way, oh, I know no, Jesse. It does. Uh, it, you it, were saying before we you started playing, there was some some uh, I don't know, trepidation about the well, art. It's, it wasn't I, even necessarily about the art style because the the thing is, it's weird. It's almost like part of it. It's like you can't tell whether they're cutting corners or if it was meant to be like that. Because like if you like, it, it just doesn't make sense. Like the <laughs> the lighting and the reflections and like the water surfaces and the fires and stuff. Like you'll you'll light a bonfire and say you do it inside of your house or something. Like it's got like volumetric fog, but at the same time, it's got like Minecraft smoke on top of it. (laughs) So like if you put a piece of mire or a piece of mire, a piece of meat on a fire, a piece of mire, meat fire, that's where we're getting there. If you put a piece of meat on fire, you make a mire. (laughs) Um, But if you put a piece of meat over the fire, like, volumetric smoke will come out of it and it will like fill the space and like choke you out if you don't have an exhaust system for it or like an actual hole in the roof for yeah. the actual smoke to go so out on top is- of like what we were saying about low uh low textures low polys but good lighting there's also mm-hmm. a pretty uh i'd say robust physics engine 
at oh, play yeah. at all well, times. Wait, before you get for... into the physics engine, the only point I was trying to make is when you have the fire going and you put meat on it, there's this beautiful volumetric fog which looks amazing. Like, it could be out of crisis. But then at the same time, they put these nasty-ass, like, eight pixel blobs of smoke <laughs> that are coming off of it where i'm like i don't understand they have good smoke right here why are they putting <laughs> bad smoke on top of the good smoke like well that's some people was, have to the turn the good smoke off i'm guessing that's that that's, makes that's sense. my guess. that was the only point i was trying to make but to the physics of the, <laughs> the, the world Derek, hit it hit these physics we're no you hit this tree okay no wait actually you're standing here you're standing here uh-huh. i'm 10 feet away chopping on a tree that tree uh-huh. Tumbles I have down. my back to you. Yeah, you have my back to me. Tumbles down right on your head. What do you expect's going to happen? Uh, I'll probably take damage because you would think a tree falling on you would fucking hurt. Yes, and it fucking does. And momentum yeah. <laughs> and velocity are like a thing, which isn't mm-hmm. something you think about in like Minecraft. Everything's very static. Um, a tree mm-hmm. in Minecraft doesn't even like go away unless you take out all the bark yeah, chunks you have to take every so, single piece of wood off otherwise it won't fall whereas in this you chopped on a tree it falls down and then it just keeps going if it's oh, at the top of a hill you just suddenly created a very dangerous hill <laughs> oh yeah so, and the worst part like well it's not bad actually it can be very beneficial to you because you, it, it works in a trees? way where if you're in a forest and you cut down one tree and you aim it properly you can get it to fall and land on other trees you can take out uh, multiple trees with a single well not a single swing of your axe actually probably by the end of the game yes but uh (laughs) because it is it is uh, one of those crafting secession games where it's like oh you start out with a stone axe and then you make a iron axe and then or i'm sorry then a bronze axe and you can make an iron axe you know what i mean so there is a really nice progression to it but Mm -hmm. It is it is also very funny in that sense like you can just bash down a tree in the the top of a forest and as it <laughs> falls and hits these other trees, it will knock other trees down, which will then in turn fall and knock down other trees. But it is tailored in a way where it is not busted. Like you don't cut down one tree and an entire forest falls over. But if you do, like Derek said, with the physics, if you get the right physics, if there's enough <laughs> space where the top of your tree has enough momentum where it falls and like hits another tree at the right angle, it will do like a domino it's, effect. It's a lot of those like I, Breath of the Wildy moments <laughs> where like you do something that caused other things to happen and it's mm-hmm. very rewarding. And even on such a yeah. small scale, I feel like the the chopping down the tree is such a good encapsulation of how this game uh, works and 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 flows because there's always that hint of chaos in everything you're doing because of these systems. Uh, I could talk about chopping down trees all day. The other the other night I was chopping down a tree and a grayling ran up to attack me and I was like, hmm, I don't want to stop my productivity. So I just <laughs> chopped it and then ran around to the opposite <laughs> side the tree was falling and the tree fell on top of the grayling and killed it so I, and then i just kept chopping the wood oh, it was that's, so great that's the mark of a, of a true woodsman jesse mm. you hear that he can yeah, aim I his agree. trees to deal maximum damage see yeah like uh, that, that oh even too like fire fire is another thing like if you walk through a fire you're gonna start on fire which <laughs> like i it's not like um other games where like oh you hit a field with a fire and the whole field burns down or anything like that it doesn't oh i wish i wish fire i mean that would be a little nutty 
It would. But I'm just saying, like, to, to go with how good the, the physics and everything are in the game. And you, also, it, uh, using trolls to mine copper nodes. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> there's so many creative things you can do in this game with just the way that this the, the game system is built. It's, it's yeah, really cool. And like, is, I want to mention one last other like world affecting system is the wind, and um, oh, yeah. which way that's blowing really has dramatic effects on how uh, you're going to navigate the oceans and stuff. So yeah, there's just Sail- all these things all happening at once. Uh, Sailing what, what is a saying? very big aspect of this game, um, which at first you don't really realize because there's a lot of games that you might have boating to them, but. Usually none of them are like they you don't you're not forced to do it if you don't want to. This game you're you're forced. I mean you're if you want to expand, get to different biomes and it, and see the world like you have to. But they have a really good progression system with a lot of soft walls. So mm-hmm. it is funny that you mentioned that, Brad, because I I didn't think about it beforehand. But just watching like tips and tricks videos and stuff like that, or seeing how uh, people deal with certain enemies or things like that, or anyways, going through it, I uh, saw somebody who was using trolls to harvest materials that you could only get later game. So like <laughs> uh, like later in the like when you start out, everything's very basic. You can make a crude bow. Well shortly after that like in the next phase of building materials you can make a fine bow which requires fine wood well you can't Mm -hmm. cut down you can't get fine wood until you make an actual like bronze axe well unless you you lure a a troll exactly (laughs) you you can like kite a troll to the trees that drop fine wood and then they can break them for you and you can acquire it that way and you can actually build the bow like out of order so it's very cool in that aspect um, yeah, like I the mean, whole world's there for you to explore. And really, there's not much as far as like story. The basic gist is like you're on this broken branch of the world tree, Yggdrasil, and Odin has sent you there because it was like an old prison that got knocked off the tree a million years ago and mm-hmm. it started growing its own life and its own ecosystems. And the enemies that were captured there are starting to grow in strength again. So we're sent there by Odin to stop it. Uh, and, um, and also to inhabit this new and kind of forgotten land, uh, realm of the cosmos. So work, but you're kind of just left to your own devices. Like there's definitely like a magical, uh, surroundings. Like you're in a magical fairyland, but you are not magic yeah. by any means. You're just no. like a dude, uh, <laughs> or person or uh, a lady. Yeah. I'm a girl. You're My a person. You're just you're just a person in this space and you have to I try and survive fisterous. with all of this chaos going on and try and figure out what the hell, like how the hell to survive to survive. Like, Oh, that discovery loop is just so rewarding being like, mm-hmm. what's over here. What's this thing? Oh my God. What can I make with this? Hey, pass me that so I can see the recipes. Like, Oh yeah. That's and one like of the just, first things they tell you when you get in the game too, because there's a little crow guide that guides you around the world and he constantly Hugen. is filling you in with these tips and tricks. Hugen? Of like, like, Hugen? Hugen? Yeah, Hugen. Hugen? Like the first thing he know. says is the he's like, don't crow. worry about not knowing anything. As you start to pick up the resources, your memory will come back to you. And that's exactly what happens. Like yeah. you, You'll pick up a stone and it will like show you all the crafting thing, crafting recipes that require stone. Mm-hmm. Or uh, like say anything in the game. So there's, and too, like, there's been so many times where I'm like, man, we must be nearing the end. But I don't even know if we're at the halfway point yet. <laughs> and, 
and just like to attest to how good this is like i'm curious how long these guys have been working on this before they put it out for early access like do you have any idea i'm guessing like multiple years but i do not okay. know okay well th- I, that wouldn't surprise me because i was gonna say like i think i picked this game up uh last week thursday so yeah, it was actually right game. after the podcast yeah, it was, and I don't even—I don't think I even played that much that Thursday. I think I played a little bit, but then I also think I went and played some more League. But mm-hmm. I think in the week that I've had this game, I've played for about six days, and I've already logged. Uh, I'm trying to see here. There we a go. A lot, a lot uh, of 62.2 hours. Sixty-two point two hours. That's Oof, like yeah. ten hours a day. Yeah. I have a, a full-time job. It's also been like, you know, <laughs> snowstorm universe. Like we're in the middle of oh, a yeah. pandemic snow apocalypto uh, it, it scenario. Wouldn't there could have been a summer apocalypse outside where everybody was having bonfires and eating hot dogs. <laughs> and I still would have logged 60 hours into this game. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I actually heard, um, oh, what was it? I think it was in a PC gamer art- article. They mentioned this is the animal crossing for PC gamers that they, that PC gamers have been waiting for. Like this yeah. is their, yeah. Their comfort game, the comfort game that's actually... bringing together. Because when Animal Crossing came out, there really wasn't anything like that for PC, for people to come together and like build homes and comfort each other. Um, <laughs> I mean, I feel comforted. Yeah, I would say I feel comfort level fourteen since I visited <clears throat> Derek's over, house. Over nine thousand. Do you have a very comfortable home? Uh, so that's like another thing. There's other little systems layered in about that uh, kind of encourage you to keep branching out and keep improving your, not just like your gear as you're leveling up, but your home as well. Like, Oh, I'm, I'm going to plant uh, these carrots. Now, now I can make carrot soup. Oh, now I got radishes or whatever. Now I can make this radish thing. And, I'm just going to combine all this different stuff and now I need to make space for this. So I'm going to move my forge and Oh, well now it'd be nice if I had a second forge. So I might as well upgrade that. And then suddenly you're spending like 10 hours on a project to build out your home base or this, a work, some workshop somewhere. And just like that loop is so rewarding. It feels so good to like, mm. just build that thing that you've been hoping for that, that, and it makes your life easier uh, to do other things. And, all of the, like, whether or not you're going out and exploring, uh, you're going and doing dungeons, you're just mining ore all night, um, chopping trees, whatever. To do it in the scenario that we've set up here has been pretty great because we have a dedicated server going where we're all just hanging out together, like, every night. Not even necessarily together, but just no, still, like, hanging it, out, usually doing always, our thing. Usually in a Discord talking, at least. Yeah. But like, and even like just in the world, seeing other players on and inhabiting the space and knowing that they're like, you know, making their little marks on this world is just a really fun feeling. Um, yeah. It, this, this game is fantastic in every aspect. Oh, and, and I, think- I forgot to mention uh, those biomes that you, you you mentioned earlier. It's This whole world is procedurally generated. It's all mathed out. Um, big old flat earth style. Um, yeah. So literally, li- literally, you're saying, well, you're saying there's flat. No, Brad has a story about that. Flat Earth confirmed. Last oh night, you- I went on a voyage to find a new what? home. Okay, I all I say, brought with brought me was on? a portal. What? Huh? I was going to ask, like, what brought this on initially? But 
Go, yeah, I was go just on. yeah, I yeah, was just going to go look for a new place to live. And I kept sailing. I couldn't find a good spot. And I kept sailing and sailing. And I'm like, oh, this is getting more dangerous. <laughs> and uh, I was going against the wind for so long. And then the wind changed. And then I was like, well, if I want to go back now, I'm going to be sailing against the wind again. I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> oh, so I kept going with the wind at my back. I ended up going through the misty lands, the mist lands and the ash lands. And I noticed that I was getting towards the end of the map which is shaped like a big disc. And I'm like, I wonder what's at the edge of this. <laughs> so at like almost two hours of sailing, I would say <laughs> due to unfavorable winds, uh, I get to the edge and it's just rising waves. And I can see the like end of the ocean. There's <laughs> just a what's straight what's the horizon line. Just drops, straight drop. Yeah, I could not sail against the current. It just sucked me off the edge. And my whole boat, and I I died as I was looking (laughs) up at the edge of the world. And yeah, I can't imagine that I could even get my corpse back if I wanted to because it's off the edge. But and like, you're saying if you get near that edge, you get pulled into the current of the waterfall at the edge yeah, of the world. Well, also, the wind water was water like sand because the image you posted almost looked like sand. I it, the lighting was quite strange there because I was in the ash okay. ashlands, so like the sky was okay. red and gold, and there was ashes pouring down from the sky. Um, <laughs> which was also <laughs> really scary. Yeah, awesome. That sounds crazy. <laughs> Yeah, because there was like flame spirits and stuff on shore and like explosions going off in the water. Like I was afraid I was going going to lose my ship out there and then just be stranded. I mean, I think you kind of did. Yeah, I did lose <laughs> no, my no, ship. No, no, that, that character's still out there. He's just in a different game now. Just a different character. That's, no. a, that's like Astroneer. I, I had a I, very Guys, I beat the game. I escaped Valheim. <laughs> I mean that it, that was the premise for uh, Conan Exiles. It was yeah. like you had to leave the exiled land, and the only way to do it was to like kill all the bosses on like the, the world planet. was a prison. In yeah. this case, the world is a second uh, chance at life. Yeah, but I mean, you're still tasked with doing the same thing. You're supposed to be like killing Odin's foes that are trapped here with you, and we're doing uh, an okay job. I mean, uh, we, we, okay, okay, two out of three successes. The third, uh, yes, two out of not, three. We killed the first bosses, two bosses. There's more than just three bosses. Well, I know. Okay, two out of like seven. I don't know. But I think there's supposed to be a total of ten, and I'm assuming that I think there's probably five in the game right now. Now I don't know for certain on any of this, any well, of these numbers. But regardless, we failed so terribly at the last last boss. Our whole basically. All of the key players, at least a, a large portion of them, got together, armed themselves to the teeth, what we thought was our te- the teeth, and rushed into the third boss, Globulax's home turf. And right. he basically just devoured and eviscerated us. us. And then came to our... We made a little bunkhouse there. And remember when we were all so like... 
ready. We were like hype. Like this is going to be no problem. Yeah, we're we all had together. all our armor. We, we had have all a bunkhouse. I mean, we're even like, if we die, we'll just respawn. It's fine. Yeah, we even we built a little house outside. We put beds there so we'd all respawn right there. We wouldn't have to sail across the world. We were very <laughs> smart about it. I mean, we were. We geniuses. thought we were. We sure thought we there were. Was, there was definitely no possible bad outcome that could have come from what we did. There was so no possible we died in a massive fart cloud and of, of stink and slime that uh, oh. eviscerated all of us, uh, caused rampant uh, rampancy Chaos. in the AI, which 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 destroyed Brad's uh. entire equipment stash. And we oh. also lost our entire base because he followed anyone who was left back to our little bunkhouse yeah. and demolished it and everything and everybody inside was dying and respawning. <laughs> he was like, I smell fresh souls. And yeah. He... And so me and Casey and Brad are back at the very beginning of the, where you entered the game initially because our beds got destroyed. So, and we're just like running to our main town to get to a portal to get anywhere close to where our stuff dropped. And God, it's just the frenzy on discord and all the people dying. And the aftermath of that was just so intense. That was such a complete failure. Um, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't believe it. And we, we didn't <laughs> even like hurt him at all. Like that was no, the other thing. No, we like, did, actually, he in, actually in healed he all that, the damage not, that we did to him. No exaggerating. We, he fully <clears throat> healed everything back. He gains yep. health over time. And so literally every dot of damage we did to him. And not only that, while we're fighting him, he's continually spawning ads. One of his attacks is he literally throws like a, a gloop ball at you. And <laughs> when it hits the ground and explodes, like either slimes or skeletons come out of it. So while Nightmare. we're like running around trying to kite him while, and we had so many people, we had like, uh, seven or eight people. That's yeah. how many beds we had. We were six, like all six, killing all the slimes as they were showing up, but still they just kept yeah. coming. It's like, Oh, we just got overwhelmed. Yeah. Ugh. It was a nightmare on wheels. Um, and like the first boss, Ike theory, we took him down. He was on farm status pretty quick, which I'm oh, guessing yeah. is on purpose. It's probably supposed to be pretty easy, but still like, then the second boss, I'd say, was pretty, um, pretty awesome fight. We fought him for a while. It was a long fight, but we like we did it. We like persevered and yeah. pushed through. We beat him first try. This though, one, for sure. we didn't even have a chance. Like we just didn't yeah. even come close. Oh, yeah, it was bad. I mean, uh, he's still alive too because for yep. some reason, like bosses don't despawn. Yeah, so once you summon that, is just... you're the one that summoned it, Jesse. You have to. You're right. I am the one who's It's your baby. Guess what? I'm going to be the one who fucking puts them back in the ground. (laughs) It was so powerful because your iron will summoned it, and your iron will was too powerful. Should have had me summon it, who has a pretty. Why didn't you tell me? CD will. I would have given uh, you my withered bone, all right, Derek, so that you could have summoned him. I have withered bones, man. I was a fool. It takes 10 I think we were just riding high off the iron boom. That had just yeah. been yeah. happening. Like we were all suddenly we discovered where to get iron. It's like, oh yeah, everyone, let's go! And like these uh, brigades yeah. of players running into these up. dungeons, everyone's chopping things up. It's like, oh, Draugr. Okay, let's get the missile defense team ready. Like four yep. people with bows, just like blasting down hallways, uh, destroying mm-hmm. Draugr and blobs, and it's fine. 
Now that's and not then, to say we we didn't have a hundred different times where somebody it was just pure chaos where we're all in a crypt and all of a sudden it's like oh no there's a slime coming in and then it, it gets in and it blasts and poisons everybody and everybody's like I'm not gonna survive this I'm not gonna survive this everybody just runs scrambling yeah. trying to go to different rooms where they encounter more enemies or then they try to go outside of the crypt where there's other shit in the swamp just waiting outside to eat you whole. and more gets aggroed and more gets pulled yeah. we finally we get rid of one pack of enemies now another one already on us and, and it's just the, endless with the, combat with a little bit of the infidelity of the game where it's like sometimes yeah. it bugs out and entire inventories disappear and all of a yep. sudden it's like wait who picked up all my shit all my shit's gone and everybody's like no no it wasn't me i swear it wasn't me and it's like all my shit was just here two seconds ago and now it's all gone and i've never had a problem beforehand it's yeah. like there's uh, been some honestly, bugs for sure i think that's what i like the best about it i love the pure chaos and yeah listening to a it's different all these systems who, stacking up together yeah. like they all combine to make something that is greater than the sum of its parts really like when you say when people yeah. say like oh it's like minecraft and runescape combined it's like that is such an oversimplification this is yeah. like a, a a a systems it's it's like a fantasy adventure generator um yeah, yeah. or fantasy think, life simulator i don't yeah. even I think well, like, <laughs> like one of the best things about it, or the way that somebody described it, because I was uh, before I didn't have any trepidation about buying it by any means, because everybody had it. It's not very expensive. Like I knew I would get uh, exactly. I knew I would get twenty dollars worth of fun out of this game, um, but <laughs> the the way that somebody was reviewing it is it's it's not about the game. It's not about the mechanics. It's not about the progression. It's about this the experiences in the stories. So yeah. like. Like, even what we've had, too, like, the, that story of, like, being prepared to go fight the slime boss, like, this whole game from when we've started up until now has just been riddled with stories of, a, yeah. like, I had one, too, like, that was very similar to Brad's. I, yesterday, I uh, got to work a little bit early, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to take a couple hours this afternoon, I'm going to scout out a new location, and I'm going to build a base from scratch. I want to find something, because <clears> it's, it's definitely the further away from spawn you get, the... It's risk reward. So the further yeah. away from spawn you get, the harder shit gets. The worse the biomes are, the the harder the enemies in the biomes are. But mm -hmm. the, you get far more resources. Like there's swamp bases that will spawn near the main area, but little to no crypts will be in them. If you go further out, there's the swamps have a ton of crypts. They're literally yeah. like every ten feet. But in my mind, I was like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm gonna, I've, I'm grown up now. I'm a grown-ass man. I'm going to move out. <laughs> I've I'm entered the Iron Age. I'm a, I'm a grown yep. boy. I, I thought to myself, I am a genius. What I'm going <laughs> to do, I'm going to build a portal, and then I'm going to bring the resources with me to build another portal. So as soon as I find a location that I like, I can just drop a portal down, and then I can teleport back and forth and carry the main resources that I need to build a new base. Yeah. And I got all the stuff in my inventory to build a portal. I got out my boat. I started sailing. I ended up going like way to the fucking tippy top of the map. I was probably like an hour into sailing. Jeez. And then I realized I never fucking built a portal back at my base. <laughs> I had oh, all no. the materials on me. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. God. You just took Tessie. the portal so, stuff with you. <laughs> I had to turn around. And sail all you could have the way asked back. me to like change, switch the name or something. Yeah, in reality, I could have I could have asked somebody to like make a portal. But at the time, I don't. There was probably like one or two other people who were on, and nobody was like on comms or anything. Like as yesterday, like 
during the day when people are playing, most people are not like in, excuse me. Oof, most people are not in Discord talking. So when we played yesterday, we I, just communicated with a series of pings. We would yep. just ping over top of each other a billion <laughs> times. So there yeah, is no would, communication. There was, just, uh, there was an instance where, like, you know, I'm working from home. It's lunchtime, and I'm on my break, and I'm playing this game. And mm-hmm. I open my map up, and I see Jesse, like, way the fuck out there yesterday. <laughs> and I was like, I wonder what the hell Jesse's doing. And you, like, well, pinged something. And <laughs> Casey and I also pinged it. And then we were just like, yeah, like you said, just <laughs> communicating in like freaking Morse code, random pings yeah. without just actually chatting pings at each other for <laughs> no reason. Really? I did learn today thing. I learned today. Today. I learned today. I learned. Um, if you type in slash S space and then chat in the chat box, you'll uh, shout to the whole world, the whole server. Okay. And it'll make your text bold and, and yellow and visible to everyone. Uh, unlike, no matter how far away you are, I guess you should say. Yeah, I saw that on the morning of day 420. Day 420, that's where we are right now. Ooh. Our server is gone for, our, our, our Vikings have already been in this realm for over a year of in-game time. Um, that's pretty cool. Hmm. Like, I don't know. It's just, I, there's been so many ages and so many different diasporas basically we keep just building out and then everyone kind of goes somewhere else and then we that place gets built out and then everyone kind of goes somewhere else and then these all these little teeny bases are popping up everywhere everyone's little homes and old homes and old towns and my hellish swamp base town that i'm probably going to disconnect from our portal network sometime um I don't know, man. But some of those nights, like within those towns and those buildings and those structures, the moment I see them, I remember the other night when we were there, like when we, that whole struggle of like putting together a base on the beach, uh, on like a hostile beach on a hostile shore Mm -hmm. or like, um, getting to leech beach our our, one of our newer areas (laughs) and (laughs) being like, there's so many leeches and I hated the name leech beach. And I was like, why not something else? I couldn't think of anything else. And then it became leech beach. That is a fitting name. And now I love the name leech beach. It just grew on me. That's just what happens. You know, we honestly like, you know, people can become okay with most things, you know? I thought Leech Beach was good. It was. It's a small enough name. Okay. It fits me, very well. For me, it was just that there. It's a, it's on a river. It's not on a beach. There was no beach. I had to make a beach. I created a beach for Leech Beach. Mm-hmm. Then it became appropriate. But before it was, there was not even a beach. There was just a lot of leeches. Anyway, now, uh, there have been a lot of leeches at Leech Beach. I have been there where my yes. boat has been getting attacked by like six at one time. It is just packed with leeches. Just full yeah. of them. If you want You would leeches. think a leech beach has got a lot of leeches on it. Well, guess what? This guess leech what? beach has a lot of leeches Lots of on leeches. It. Now, uh, one thing you can do to prevent leech attacks, just get yourself a harpoon and uh, harpoon those leeches onto shore. And then your friends can hack them to pieces uh, from the safety of uh, not the water. Um, that's probably one of my favorite things to do. Uh, How do... Now, I know you've, uh, one of the things you can do with a harpoon is you can find sea monsters and drag those onto shore. Yes. And I know you have. My greatest you victory. Do those, you do those, you did those solo, didn't you? I did it. I've only killed, I've only done it once. And mm-hmm. it was, uh, I was sailing back. And at this point I had my harpoon. 
and I heard the beast roar and I was like, mm-hmm. what the fuck else am I going to do? I'm going to try. I got to try. I, was, I don't even know how this is possible, but I'm going to try. I hooked it with the harpoon and then I just got onto the boat and sailed as hard as I could uh, with the wind into the land. Luckily, mm-hmm. the wind was pushing into the land so I could like speed up because mm-hmm. as you're harpooned, uh, your stamina is constantly draining. Um, oh. And then I had to run ashore far enough to pull it, to, to pull the whole beast onto the shore. And this thing is fucking huge it's like as big as a bus and it's like coiled up on the shore and i'm like frantically trying to whack it with my sword uh my dinky little bronze sword as as it's slithering back into the water and it almost got away like twice but i finally was able to kill it but unfortunately i killed it right on the shoreline so its head the trophy fell into the water and then just rolled down into the depths but I did get all the scales the about it. I did get all the, the scales. Well, that's good. And you got to build different armor with that, right? Cause you can I kill sea monsters a, at sea, but I guess they probably would still drop the uh, scales, but they probably the scales just sink. drop straight down. Yeah. The scales. Sink. Yeah. That makes sense. I, then. I also lost along with the trophy. I lost one of the scales, but luckily he, he dropped eight of them on the beach and that's enough to build the uh, scale shield, which oh, nice. feels like it's like my favorite piece of armor right now. But Does it doesn't it have let an me armor parry. Set as well, like is there helmet and ch- or any of that stuff? I don't stuff? think so. I don't know. Maybe I don't have medals to discover that recipe yet. But I didn't see okay. anything. Um, but yeah, it's. I'm I sure it say, might drop. It might even drop other stuff too. I don't know. It was a red one, so uh, maybe the blue one drops something different. I don't. I don't oh, know. That could be. Yeah. Maybe there there's something else that I might have missed that fell. But um. Yeah. Yeah, like you were saying, like that is one way to lose things permanently in this game is to ha- have it, it fall into the ocean. Into the yeah, things that mm. slip underwater are just kind of gone. Water's pretty dangerous yeah, there, in this no game. Diving. Surprisingly uh, yeah. dangerous. Like every single time, I'm always surprised at how scary water becomes very quickly as yeah, my stamina is like. Com- stamina. Yeah. Because you're almost always running on E with on the stamina gauge in this game. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, at That's least fair. I am. I'm, like, running around constantly, jumping around, doing my shit. And then you get into the water and you're like, oh, fuck. And then you just immediately start drowning. It's yeah. even scarier when you're up in, like, a boat during a storm. Yeah. One one of the uh, other things that is a, I really like the mechanic of is, like, the, f- the food and the eating. So yes. They, they have, like... In Minecraft, you have to eat, you know, but in Minecraft is a lot more like, oh, you just, if, as long as your food is full, you're, you'll gain health or whatever. This is like, there, there's got to be, I don't know, a hundred different meals you could eat, whether you're eating raw ingredients or you're eating cooked ingredients or you're eating a combination of the ingredients combined together, like into mm-hmm. soups or stews. Yeah, so basically or, you have three slots you have to, you can fill with like mm-hmm. different foods or whatever, uh, mm-hmm. edibles. Um, and they have to be different. Like you can't just eat, you can't just like cook the same meat and then eat three of those three stacks of honey. Uh, yeah, you can't just eat three honeys, but like you have to eat three different ones. And those three kind of combine together to make your total health and your total stamina. So Mm -hmm. you can actually kind of like build yourself out to be like, Oh, I'm going to be doing work right now. So I'm going to go stamina focus or, Hey, I'm going to go, I'm going to be fighting shit. So I'm going to go health focus. Or some mm-hmm. mix of in between, but like all dependent on what food you're eating. And exactly. the better food you eat, 
the better stats you get. It's great. It's very rewarding and it makes all the work to make the food happen uh, feel a lot more valuable. Yeah, absolutely. The other thing, too, is each food item has, like, uh, I know Derek said uh, stats, but the amount of stats is far more than anybody would ever expect because each food item has an HP value, a stamina value, and then also they in- have values of how much they increase by. So like honey, or they also have another value of how long they last. So like eating honey is like a, it's a resource that's very easy to come by, but it's got the highest health healing value in the game where it gives you uh, 5 HP per tick of health, which is the most you can get in the game from what I understand right now. So mm-hmm. it doesn't give you near as much stamina or health by eating it, but like I said, you're going to get a lot of health back. So people yeah, are recommending so you, it for certain boss fights or things like that. Yeah. And you can um, have like two meats and then a third slot where you just constantly are kind of eating honey. Uh, mm-hmm. But like, you got to think of whether or not, cause if you go in and you eat like two soups and a meat, you won't have room to eat a honey. So there's like those mm-hmm. kind of decision, that kind of decision making. Um, yeah. Is it better to have be- increased health gain, but yeah. a, a lower overall max health? What is, you know, there's a, there's a lot to it. What is the base health? Do you guys know? Is that 25. variable? It's 25. 25. 25. 25 is where you, uh, you start at, uh, 25 health. And I don't know what the actual number for the stamina would be per se. Um, but I do know that. Well, like what does your health get to when you're fully fed? No. Mine right now, like yes. if I eat my best like a, meals, like yeah, if I eat like a ra- like a, a turnip stew and a carrot soup. Yeah, I'm like right with Brad. Wow. I eat carrot I, soup. I eat sausages and I eat Queen's jam, and it gets me to so it helps by orders of eight bars of stamina. The other thing too is they, there's also a ton of other factors that really change it. If you're cold, it's going to lower it. If you're wet, it's going to lower it. If your meal is running out, because with the the way the meals work is once you take them, like they do degrade over time until they get to a point where they'll actually start flashing. And once they start flashing, that means you can consume that meal again. You'll still have a bonus from it, but the bonus won't be as strong as when you initially ate the food. So it's it's very weird, I guess. And, and I've had plus two the, probably my comfort most in the game too, which also the, affects everything. So like oh if you geez, yeah. there's a ton of comfort resources where it's like, oh, you make a nice little house, and as long as you got like a rug and a banner and a chair and a nice bed, like mm-hmm. you'll have a really nice comfort, and you can sit in there for a little bit, and you get your bonus. That's going to yeah. And like I, right now you've got what comfort fourteen, and it lasts for how long? Twenty minutes, baby. Yeah, 20 minutes. So as long as you sit in this room for like 15 seconds, maybe not even, then you get 28 minutes worth of a bonus like buff. And also the higher the comfort level, the bigger the buff is. Like did you did you look to see how, how what percentages you had with the buff? I did not. Okay. But still it's like it increases your stamina regen, your health regen, like so many different things. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah I and Back to the food. Uh, well, I kind of lost lost track of where I was there. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine. Oh, yeah, no. So almost every single time I've died in this game uh, from anything is when I forget to eat. Like, or if like, yeah. like I'll eat and then time will have gone by at, like during my adventure and I'll be doing other things and I just won't be thinking uh, about like having eight or not and I'll have 25 health. And suddenly just like 
an enemy comes up from out of nowhere and just boom. Or like I try and eat real quick while while combat starts, but it's just not enough. And it's I feel like that's that's what's got me most of the time. Um, yeah, and it's been those instances. So it's that, just so that, critical. I, I have absolutely had that too, where I'm like, I'm going to go to the swamp to get some iron. And I know if I'm in the swamp, I need to be geared up. Mm-hmm. So I'll do that. But then all of a sudden I'll get to the swamp and I'll hop out of the boat and I'll be like, Oh shit, I forgot to eat. And then I'll quick <laughs> eat all my food. And then uh, something will slap it's like me. Too late. And I'll Ten die drogger, two blobs. Yeah. My, and, uh, my max health will be like 130, but I'll still only be at 25 HP because you have to wait for it to <laughs> yep. actually kick up. It doesn't just automatically oh. give you full. Now, they're, they've also got even more advancements. There's like a, um, a cauldron where you can actually like brew potions and you can actually brew like stamina and like health potions. You can make minor. Oh, yeah. Um, not to, not to mention like all of the, the metal smithing stuff you, you end up getting into and like smelting and, and, uh, and building to build out new armors and, mm-hmm. you know, putting, putting, uh, copper and tin together. And like, where do I get copper? Where do I get tin? Like mm-hmm. now I got to like mark stuff on my map. For where this stuff is and you kind of go through these stages in gameplay well yeah even the mapping too is really cool because you don't you build your own map there's tons of different markers and placement things so you can find a node and zoom in on yourself and like choose what kind of icon you went or want double click it give it a name so i've got all sorts of different icons all over my map where it might say copper where i know like oh if i go here there's a copper node you know or any of those yeah and like Um, a lot of times we'll name stuff together um, or be like, what's this place called? And then, well, I'm calling it this. And then oh, I'm calling it that too. And it's like, so co-mapping this world to get, and, and the way we like mentioned certain landmarks, you know, like that one bridge that, uh, Eric was working on, uh, yeah. or like, you know, uh, Brad's farm is, that's a very iconic farm at this point. Um, you know, the, uh, Elderton, the Elder Island, the Trader, all that shit. It's just like places I know very iconically now to me that feel personal and unique in a way because it has that like Minecraft infinite space thing going on. So mm-hmm. yeah, just oh, so much good stuff. A fantasy the funny thing is too, I adventure we're generator. We're missing like half of the things in this game. Like <laughs> even at this point with how much we've mentioned, like I'm sure there's still so many things that we didn't even cover. You know? Yeah, there's there's biomes I've hardly even touched or explored yeah, at all. Like biome, and even beyond that, there's biome. like there's like visions in my head of of larger buildings and castles and stuff like potential yeah, I- I keep thinking I'm like, oh man, we've we've seen all of like the major crafting things that we'll be able to see as you know as far as this game goes, but then it's like, oh, you just came across a new resource and there's ten more crafting things, and it's like, Jesus, <laughs> I thought like, well, it's it's uh, not. I don't want to say overwhelming because it's it is a joy to continue to see these things. So like I'm I'm not disappointed by like getting continued you know, seeing more things that are popping up where it's like, holy smokes, you know, this is probably going to be real good for me, you know, like, uh, <laughs> but it's just, yeah, I don't know. Every, everything about it has been, been a lot of fun, a full, yeah. full stellar Meller. Full stellar Meller. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, and the music is fantastic. Uh, by the way, um, somehow I've yeah, just been listening is- to this original soundtrack. Like I haven't really been Spotifying any music. I've just been like, Trancing out to the beautiful score. The beat of the drum. And, and beyond just the score, too, like uh, sound cues, 
Um, a lot of things you kind of learn by hearing, like, oh, there's necks around here. Oh, that there's an ogre nearby. Um, oh, uh, I hear I hear some freaking graylings. God damn it. Um, just little stuff like that. How you can start to recognize the spaces in the world just by how they sound as well as how they look and stuff. So just so much atmosphere packed into this game. I highly recommend it. Game of the year. Uh, it's, it's probably my favorite game right now, and I'm just going to keep playing it for the next forever. So Looks good. thank you to <laughs> Kyle Landstra for the intro outro music. Thanks so much for listening. We'll uh we'll be back. Thank you. We'll be back next week. Thank you. We'll be back next week. Maybe we'll get some <laughs> some some fantasy adventure tales, some new uh new updates on our, our Valheim. Hopefully world. we kill the uh bone mass by then you know i'm sure we will that thing's gonna be dead very soon i don't think, think uh, so yeah. yeah yeah right come on it's gotta you think, be you gotta yeah we just gotta, gotta send be. in we gotta send in our elite strike force of the most tactical fighting squad because it's oh wait is it stuck scaled to like eight players oh no i hope not i hope not <laughs> There's no way. We'll see. I mean, in reality, maybe because we don't know the mechanics of the game yet, but mm-hmm. it is, uh, I don't know. I do know, like, the reason I do know that is because, like, the second boss drops an item and it drops X amount of items based on the amount of people that are in the server. So, yeah, but I mean, we could test it. We could have eight people in summon the second boss and then have four people leave and then yeah, fight know. it and I be like, hey, I don't does care it, does that it drop much four right of the item or eight that. of the item? Just out of curiosity. I don't know. I'm oh, sure yeah. we could also probably Google it, but. <laughs> oh, no, that's way too easy. That's that's way oh, too yeah, simple. No, no, no. I would never, I would never <laughs> suggest doing something like that. Oh, jeez. No, I mean, it's asinine. <laughs> uh, Jesse, take us out by telling me about your greatest failure. No. Well, yeah. I just did yesterday. I went. I sailed all the way across the world and didn't oh. build my friggin' portal. <laughs> Shit. That was my greatest uh, failure. I don't know. My greatest triumph was. Uh, yeah, let's all let's so, all talk about our greatest triumphs in this game I will so say, far. Uh, uh, Trav, our, our a good buddy of ours, a friend. Uh, he hasn't been on the show yet. Maybe someday. We have we've <laughs> all shared some some experiences with Trav. Trav's had a finger. And every single one of our misfortunes, and I, I love it. I, the other day I went to play, and um, I was going to go get some iron, and he needed some too, so he was going to come with me. And we spent the entire afternoon just sailing back and forth, picking up dead bodies. Because <laughs> as soon as we'd get there, uh, I don't want to name names, but somebody would die. And then, <laughs> then somebody else would have to go and sail back to pick him up to get him so that he could get his corpse. <laughs> and then, you know... Um, and then after that, we had, uh, Derek, Derek had a little misfortune. Derek, why don't you explain what happened earlier today? That uh, That's how we're going to end it. Oh God. So <laughs> I was, we had just discovered this new uh, town, um, in the North, North tip of our, our home continent, far North, um, never before been. And, um, we, <laughs> 
So I'm setting up the workshop and Travis comes running through the workshop and I'm like, oh, let's see what's going on with there. And then behind him runs a goblin, which I had not really engaged with at all in this game. Uh, two star, which means like the highest rank we could really fight potentially with a flaming torch as a weapon. And I have this really good shield. But the problem with my shield is that it still catches on fire when a torch hits it. Doesn't matter if I block the damage, I'm I become on fire, and that just takes most of my health away. So I start trying to dodge and I start chipping away damage on this this goblin. Um, I get it to about half health when I burn to death. Um, meanwhile, Trav is running back and forth to his corpse, picking up his stuff and uh, trying to frantically equip it. And I look over as I die and he's like frantically trying to equip all of his armor and the goblin just turns around and bops him, kills him instantly. Uh, and then strangely enough, my corpse attaches to our other friend, Casey. And so <laughs> I respawn and I'm running, I'm coming back naked. Uh, cause my, cause this was in our village, our brand new village that we were just founding this, this horrible beast of a goblin, uh, is rampaging through just like breaking shit. Uh, so I run back in there and I see Casey and he is now, he has my gravestone instead of a body, like it's kind of over his body and I'm trying to select it to get my stuff back, but I can't, it's just gone. And I lost all my stuff. Luckily we, we managed to lure that goblin into the water. Uh, by I use myself as bait to get him in, to start swimming. And then Casey and Trav both just filled it full of arrows. So many arrows. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, he was more wood than flesh uh, by the time we were done with him uh, because of all the arrows it took to take him down. But yeah, uh, that that sucked. And bugs happen and they're tough. I lost a lot of good armor that day. Um, but luckily I got it all back because the admin commands. Cool if life was simple like that. Yeah, life, life's never simple. It's like, oh shit! I really, I drop my. You make like a big ice cream sundae and you just drop it accidentally, and it just shatters on the ground. You could just there like you go, press, You could just press the at F five and open up a thing and be like, uh, I need a new sundae, please. It's exactly what you said into the console command. You just said new sundae, please, and then it gave you a full <laughs> set of iron armor. <laughs> 